this is gonna be an interesting episode. <laughs> it's good. We've had worse. Lee Galshly. Hi, buddy. How's it going? Hey, good. Are we sitting in your kitchen? Uh, yeah. We're going to be making some biscuits today. Biscuits and gravy. Yes, I love biscuits and gravy. So good. So uh, yesterday during the family phone call that I was having or whatever with my family, um, Katie, I love that y'all did that. By the way, eh. it's adorable. Yeah. It's so cute. Anyway. Uh, Katie was talking and she's like, Ryan's eating. Um, she said something. She was like, Barbara, English muffin. And I was like, did you just say that Ryan, her boyfriend is eating an English muffin? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, is there butter on it? She's like, no. It's like, is it toasted? <laughs> just eating a plain English muffin. <laughs> I guess he just likes English Who does muffins. that? <laughs> Oh, I don't know. I was like, yeah. It's <laughs> random. So gross. But they're, especially they're kind of like dry. Oh, they're dry. Like put some but, peanut butter on it. Mm. Yeah, but it has mm. to be toasted. Non-toasted English muffins sound so awful. Yeah. Mm. But I'm not yucking someone else's Ryan's yum, but... <laughs> that sounds like a mouthful. You're not yucking someone else's Ryan's yum. Well, it's obviously Ryan's yum. If that is if that is not the title of this episode. <laughs> I'm not yakking on someone else's Ryan's yum. It sounds like someone a whole else, bunch okay, of Ryan's. <laughs> it sounds like you're talking in gibberish. I'm not yakking on someone else's Ryan's yum, but <laughs> can we start saying that now? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> i love this i love that <laughs> to all the ryans out there you now have a catchphrase or you whatever have with a catchphrase. us yep you're, you're welcome. welcome uh this is our ep- our episode this is just one episode just i one. mean that's not wrong but it's it- the first episode of the 30s well technically yep. the second episode 31 guys episode Yep. Episode 31. Yep. Because yep. you did Richard uh, Ramirez for 30. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but what's with the neighbors? That is Brie. And that is Amy. Hey, and we're buddy. a true crime and paranormal podcast. Paranormal. Yeah. And um, we are on Zoom this week because things happen and yep, it's we just didn't have a chance. Yep. Nope. We, this is what worked best for us. This and that's good. okay. That's okay. That's what happens sometimes when we have children. Yes. And husbands that are also children. That's okay, though. Um, It's like that. Taking care of a sick husband. Aw, that's my favorite thing to do. I got to take care of three sick people in the past two weeks. You're such a lucky buddy. Look at you. You're so lucky. I want your life. I know. So great. No. <laughs> as I'm like shaking my head as hard as I could, you could hear the marbles going back and forth. Did you do you have a neighborhood story? I want you to share a neighborhood story. Okay. okay. Um, so I actually wanted to tell you about my brother's little story. Yeah. Um oh god. Let me 
show you what I opened our text chain to. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh! <laughs> it's my chin! Because <laughs> he sent me... Where's his? He sent me his. Oh. Because we both don't have... ever do that again. That was borderline <laughs> we <both> porn. Have... <laughs> we... <laughs> we both have butt chins. <laughs> no! And we both, like, will randomly, like, sometimes we'll send each other, like, pictures of things that look like butts, like yeah. your elbow, yeah. <laughs> and, like, real close up, and, like, we know it's not a real butt, but it's funny, right. or things it's just funny. That look like butt, and then Matt sent me a picture of his chin and creasing his butt chin in it, and it's all hairy, and I was like, ew, I was like, oh. I was like that's his butt chin, and so I sent one back. He said, I knew you'd appreciate that. <laughs> I do. I appreciate a good, uh, good thing that looks like a butt. Anyway, um, <laughs> I don't even know how to respond to that. I'm just like staring at you. <laughs> just, just wait till you meet him one day. He's a, he's a trip. Um, so he had a fun little neighborhood tidbit for me. It's not super long, but he lives in an apartment and, um, he decided to go venture into the attic. That's like oh, a public Lord. use attic. Yeah. And he texted me. He said, when I went into the attic in this place, and this is what I see. And there's this, uh, this little doll there. No. Oh, I hate that so much. It looks so creepy. It's a doll just like laying right there in the doorway. And he's just like, nope. (laughs) No. Oh, by the way, I don't need to That's what's with his neighbors. (laughs) I love that's a little personal what's with the neighbors. Yeah. I was going to save it for the listener story, but it was was short and sweet. So uh, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first this week? I'll go first. Oh, everybody who's listening is like, ew, Bree's eating chocolate. She's supposed to be on a diet. Well, I ended my diet. I lost like 15 pounds. So woo woo. I just want to give a quick shout out to um, my coach, Katie Emerson. Um, she's a coach for Octavia and she's amazing. So, you know, check her out. She's always having like good deals and whatnot. And uh, yeah. Oh, and um, up north computers. Oh, my God. They're amazing, guys. Yep. If you're a local up north computers are just fantastic at helping you. They have great um, people skills. Um, great people skills. They will t- they will talk your ear off, but it was in, a, in the best way. We loved it. They're very personable, and they sat down and helped us um, mm-hmm. with everything that we had questions. And they will, they said that anytime that we need them, they will be there for us. But they're amazing. They're also opening up another location in Fairbanks and they're also the only computer tech person who does Mac, right? Yep. Here. What was what was something else that was really cool about them? Their prices. Oh my gosh, yeah, their prices. Um so they actually refurbished something I learned afterwards is they refurbish laptops and desktops and Mm. resell them for a reasonable price. That's Uh, cool. They can also uh, re. They will sit down and work through the problems with you. They'll do on-site um, 
computer, like if you're trying to learn how to use something or like even just learn how to do use your computer, they will sit down with you and teach you how that's to do so it. That's so awesome. And that's so important. Yeah, it's very and they, important. They'll answer any question you have oh and my they'll gosh, learn about questions. it beforehand. Like they'll yep. be like, okay, what kind of computer do you have? Let's research and make sure we know everything that we need to know about it. Yep. They, they're, they're good people. So, and, and they're not even charging you for that part. Like Mm -hmm. when we told them the, the products that we had, they researched that stuff. They weren't getting charged for that Mm -mm. or they weren't charging you for a diagnosis either. Yeah. Yep. So they're just, they're really good people. Uh, so definitely if you're here in interior Alaska, check them out, use them because they're well worth it. But do you know if they take computers like old computers? Yeah. They like give you money for them. I, I believe so because they refurbish them. I have three. You might want to bring them in. Sitting. Oh, I do too. I have. I want. I get have rid quite of them. a few laptops. And I know we're saying I have here. a desktop. Yeah, we need to talk to them. Yeah, that would be a good idea. I mean, I'm sorry. Even if someone gave me like fifty bucks for it, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah they're just sitting, sitting there before. Yeah, yeah, like they're yeah, and they're old. Mine are mine are only a couple of years old, but mine are probably like ten. Oh yeah, no, Rick's Rick's uh, MacBook is probably like ten years old, but the other ones are like younger than that. So uh, I will go first. Sorry, I was trying to find a neighborhood story. You're fine. Where's okay. the doll at? Is the doll back at his spot? Her spot. Sorry. She has okay. her. She's at her spot. Okay. Oh, you probably won't be able to see her. I'm not going to lie. She gives me goosebumps now. Now I'm freaked out. There she is. Oh, I can see her. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Even Audrey wanted I was telling to come- thank you to the doll. Oh, <laughs> Audrey wanted to come in here today and clean the podcast room, which is just her. I don't know. I don't know what her cleaning is for the podcast room, but I was like, no, do not go in there. (laughs) I do not want you touching that doll. (laughs) So I'm going to tell you a story about the Ripper crew or AKA the Chicago Rippers. Ooh, Rippers. The Rippers. So um, I apologize for mispronouncing any last names, but Robin Geich. Edward Spritzer and the brothers Andrew Cocorales and Thomas Cocorales, I'm just going to call them the brothers, um, were collectively known as the Ripper Crew or the Chicago Rippers. They were a pack of satanic, necrophiliac, and cannibalistic serial killers and rapists. Ew. I, I already hate them. I know. They sound, they sound fun. They sound like they just. They sound like people that would be great to watch kids. Yeah. Like, hey, can you babysit for me? I know that you qualify to work at a daycare. Yeah. You sound great. Uh, Just don't eat the children, please. Yeah. Um, So how did they get to like know each other and know that each other like dabbles in the. Were they like friends or something? Yeah, it's not known, and they've never really explained it. Okay. So uh, they, I mean, how you go about, like, saying, like, have you tried some toes before? (laughs) 
has that just come up in a conversation? How does it come up? How do you, how does the, we worship the devil? How does any of that? Or I, I don't know. So it's, it's a mystery still. And uh, unfortunately, not much besides their murders is known how they grew up. Not, none of that is really known. So basically just going to kind of tell you a little bit about what I know about them and then what the terrible things that they did. So there was also the leader, Robin, he was actually working for the PDM contractors, which coincidentally was owned by fellow fellow serial killer john wayne gacy oh shit yep so not that i don't Did know they know i don't know i don't okay. know if they knew of each other or wow that's he's a coincidence like, hey you're a serial killer too you'd be great on my my contracting Kurt. let's be come a part on. of the club yeah come on in i you can even hide you. the bodies here yeah yeah <laughs> No, I I don't know if they knew, <clears throat> but uh, Edward and the brothers would drive around the city in their van, and Robin, which was the, uh, what is it called, the leader, he would uh, he would have the brothers and Edward go out and and search for their victims. They would drive around the city in the van, searching for their victims, and when they would find a potential victim. They would take them to Robin, the leader's apartment, which he called the Satanic Chapel, which is just cringy. Uh, cool, dude. So cool. In his little apartment, it's probably like a one bedroom, uh, <laughs> where the victims would be beaten, tortured, and mutilated in ritualistic ways. Their victims would then be killed in a variety of ways, such as stabbing, strangling, shooting, or even hacking with an axe. What? Robin, yep, Robin would read passages of the Satanic Bible as the others would brutally, why do I, I always forget the R, brutally, brutally killed the women. Um, in every case, they would remove the victim's breast with a wire while she was still alive masturbate into the flesh which is not yeah chop them into pieces and devour devour it after yeah ew they'd eat it afterwards yeah ew so after that chocolate yeah but after their (laughs) stuff is in it yeah like the sauce uh so after killing them, they would dump their bodies in alleys under bridges and in forests located in the outskirts of, of uh, Chicago. On May 23rd, 1981, the crew abducted their first known victim. Her, she was a sex worker, Linda Sutton. Her body was found 10 days later after police responded to a call about a bad smell at a motel outside of chicago that's never a good call you know what you're going into for that yeah um but they they actually thought it was actually going to be a dead deer but after well i mean oh the deer checked into the hotel and stayed no no no. she was out like out behind the motel okay i thought you're saying like in the hotel room (laughs) okay no it's probably a deer (laughs) you know this is where the deer 
regulate. This is <laughs> this their is stopping the deer, point. This is the deer part of the hotel, so yeah. they probably just died. <laughs> Don't worry about it. It's they stop here before they cross the road. So <laughs> um they found her body behind uh in a field behind the motel unfortunately she had been handcuffed stabbed mutilated and then her left breast was amputated yeah why with the boob why it's just gross because her body's condition police only were managed only managed to identify her through digital and dental records. Despite the efforts to identify the killer, the case went cold. And a whole year later, on May 15, 1982, the crew then started their practices again. They abducted another woman, Lori Borowski, just as she was about to open the realtor's office, like she was like unlocking the door she uh, where she worked. While investigating the case, Detective Commander and hypnotist John Miller- Milner decided to hypnotize. So let me tell you something. This guy was a detective commander, but he also hypnotized people like a show on the side (laughs) a little extra change i guess but then he is just like let me random like let's bring this just let me just uh let me you know investigate this stuff and be a little detective but i'm going to hypnotize the people i interviewed to get the correct answers that sounds very sherlock holmes though I, I, I mean, like, it just sounds very, yeah. like, old-timey. But what? I, okay. I just see him I, I pulling see out like saying. this. I see. But this like was this the 80s. coin thing. Or this yeah. necklace thing. And, like, yeah. I like that in show. a very Sherlock Holmes. I like the movies because Robert Downey Jr. is in it. Is that the one with uh, Ben and Axe? Yes. Cucumber? No. No. <laughs> Cumber- Cucumber Dick? You know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Okay. Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. But the one time when you texted that to me, I saw. (laughs) (laughs) Benedict Cucumber. I don't know how to say his name. (laughs) I'm pretty sure you didn't say that, though. Like, for some reason, I saw Cucumber Dick. No, I saw something similar. I, I typed something similar to it. Okay. It was like, like D-I-C-H or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, no. That's the, the TV show that I like. With yeah. Yeah. I've that never seen good. the TV show. Yeah. Oh, it's good. Let's try it. I just love oh, the movie. And we watched Spider-Man over the weekend, and I didn't know that Doctor Strange was in the new Spider-Man. Yeah. Did you love it? Yeah. It was really good. Yeah. Yeah. It was. They did so good in it, I've and I like was super times. sad. I was like, "Well, do people end up finding out who he is?" And Rick isn't a big Marvel like he, we watch him, but he's not like super into it. So he's like, "Yeah, probably." Like you'll have to find out. So do people finding find out who out who, who Spider Man is and his friends? I don't know. There. Well, the new Doctor Strange movie will probably give a little teaser about it i don't know because they're talking about doing a um 
a uh, another Andrew Garfield, not Tom Holland. They're talking about doing more Andrew Garfield movies now for Spider Man. I swear, if they don't universe, so- and then people have talked about him and Gwen, like him seeing her from another universe. He's so sweet, because yeah, it's good. I'm so excited. He was just like I can talk about this for four hours after his friends. He's I know like, it's it's, okay. it's depressing. And then Aunt May. Yeah. Well, I'm not like that's sad, everybody's like, like yelling at us right now. Like, I know. Sorry. But you know what? The movie's out, guys. It's go been see out. It. I watched it on. If Voodoo. you love Spider Man that much, then go see it. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, let me get back to my story. <laughs> you can easily take that out. I probably won't. Um, so we're talking about, so this investigator, the hypnotist investigator, dude, John Milner, uh, hypnotized several people who were in the area at the time of Lori's disappearance. One of them recalled seeing a red van at the mall parking lot, but the, and, but there was like no leads from that. Uh, with no important leads, Lori's case went cold, just like the first victim. Her body was discovered five months later in a cemetery Jeez. in Villa Park. Over the course of four months, the gang abducted and killed several more women in the Chicago area. Days after killing Lori, Schumach was abducted from Hanover Park, and her body was not found for four months. So they did a pretty good job about Dang. hiding, not necessarily hiding the evidence. Or so, like, are the they victims, killing people but... like every five months and then four months, or are they just like uh, killing people it, and just like hiding? They're just off. hiding their bod- bodies really well. They're hiding the bodies well. Yeah. Okay. So two lo- two locks later they abducted a sex worker named angel york and mutilated her while she was still alive before throwing her out of the van york survived and actually gave the description of her attackers but it really didn't produce any evidence you know any leads or anything like that so the case went cold Months later, they abducted, strangled, and stabbed a teenage sex worker, Sandra Delaware, before dumping her body in the Chicago River. A month later, they killed a woman named Rose Davis and dumped her body in an alleyway. Her body had injuries almost identical to those inflicted on Delaware. Jeez. A month after killing Davis, they abducted their last known victim, sex worker Beverly Washington, and mutilated her body. She was found by a railroad track on December 6th, barely alive. I mean, she was barely hanging on. She was able to give a description of the men who attacked her and their van. Robin, the leader, was eventually arrested and almost released due to lack of evidence. Oh, my gosh. Right. But further investigation <clears throat> revealed that Robin had rented a room in a motel with his three friends with adjoining rooms. So they were like, wait, this was a hotel. This was a hotel that this girl was found near. You know, that kind of was a that was the one thing that they were able to put the nail in the coffin for him. Right. The manager of the hotel told police that they appeared to be involved in some kind of cult. Shortly after police identified the other men, Edward and the two brothers, they were and they actually confessed to the murders. After a series of trials, Robin 
Edward and the brothers were sentenced to life in prison. Uh, Thomas, Thomas's brother, Andrew, on the other hand, was executed by lethal injection, and he was the last inmate to be executed in Illinois. So they were all given life in prison, but they all had their own uh, trials. So yeah, those like- those jurors probably just felt like he needed a harder sentence or something like that. So that's uh, that's one of the risky. I mean, there's pros and cons to doing a joint trial or doing separate, and right. that would be whereas everyone else got just life in prison. His jurors were like, "No, we're going to do harder sentencing." Okay. So. Unfortunately, on March 29th, 2019, Thomas... Yeah, that's coming up. That is... already happened. Wait, it already happened. It's April. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, On March 29th, 2019, the other brother that wasn't executed, Thomas, was initially sent... Who was initially sentenced to life in prison, got his conviction overturned because of good behavior... And this he was has, Thomas, yeah, the, one of the brothers. That, yeah, like me, yeah. Uh, he has to, so he's out and about. He has to register with police as a convict, a convict, wherever he lives within three days from moving. And his information will also be publicly disclosed on the Illinois Sex Offenders Registry. So this piece of trash is walking. He's walking. He he killed women and he he uh, raped them and cut off their boobs and he's just out and about in Chicago, Illinois. <sighs> so do you want to hear a spooky story? Not about I some hear rapist and murderers. A, I want to hear a story about some spooky ghosts. A little palate cleanser, uh, kind of ish. So um, okay, so. Last week, everybody, you good? Yeah, I got the shivers. Um, last week, uh, I told the story about Sloss Furnace, and I told everybody that Amy had gotten me that book for Christmas with all the different ideas from different states. And I didn't realize when she gave it to me that the stickers in it were to check off each story that I tell. And I thought my my buddy was just like planning on going on like a whole like fifty state road trip nationwide. <laughs> yeah, nationwide road trip with me to spooky places, but yeah, I would. Whatever. It's fine. That'd be fun. I I know you would. Um, so I have not checked off any. I've checked so so far. I've checked off one. So I wanted to do another one because I super exciting, and I can't wait until I get all fifty done. So me I, too. That means that we would have done fifty episodes. Yeah, and we're almost. Well, we're we're more, we're more than, than halfway, halfway 50, there. So high five. All right, so I am going to do, it was, The Whispers Estate in Mitchell, I think it's Indiana. I, no, Idaho's ID. Let me, let me double check, because I didn't put it in my notes for some reason, because I remembered it. But. It's, it's The Whisper Estate, so let me just whisper and shake. So you know you are, because you're a wonderful person, I love you so much. Whisper. Indiana. Indiana. 
We I did. Is Indiana, right? We both yes, did. Indiana. I state. I state. I. So I did not Pawnee, Indiana, but Mitchell, Indiana. <clears throat> yeah, that works. It's fine. The Whispers I'll let of State. It slide. It's all right. It's not even a real place anyway. Apparently, whatever. So, uh, the Whispers Pawnee, of State is was. It? No, it's not real. It's fake. Rude. Fictional. Uh, it was built in 1894 and purchased by a Dr. John and Jesse Gibbons in 1899 uh, from the original owners who were Dr. George and Sarah White. Um, so Dr. Gibbons had opened up shop in the downstairs portion of his home and he treated his patients there and he lived up in the top portion. Okay. That's pretty common for that time, right? For that time period. Yeah. Yeah. So along with being the town doctor, uh, the couple was also known for adopting and taking in orphan children. Okay. So supposedly some of these children had some pretty dark pasts and like some not great behavioral issues, which is typical. Like that is. they're coming from rough backgrounds. Right. So just keep that in mind. Okay. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, a lot of the children died. And out of the 26 years of his practice, it's likely that he actually lost a number of patients as well. Because, I mean, you're a doctor's office in your home doing surgeries back in the, in the day. 1880s. Exactly. Yeah. 1800s and 19, this is like oh, like 1900s probably because uh, they bought in 1899 uh but also something that uh i like to tell a lot of people is medicine is a practice you're constantly practicing i like that and also it's and that's improved. your doctor death then you're it's, just a it, terrible human being it's i I, doctor, I want you to do doctor. Is that doctor? Is that the guy who? Yeah. I want you to do him. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> Unfortunately, why do I keep on saying that? I keep on going back. Okay. So out of one, out of the children, uh, one of them who passed away was a 10 year old girl named Rachel. One day, Rachel had started a fire in the house. This is what I'm talking about coming from a dark background. And she suffered from severe burns, dying just two days later in one of the oh upstairs gosh. bedrooms. So very sad, very unfortunate. Uh, there's more. <laughs> Another just wait, there's one, more. just wait, was a ten-month-old, their ten-month-old daughter, Elizabeth. Aww. She had died of unknown causes, and to this day, they still don't know. And she had died in the master bedroom upstairs. There, that's so bizarre how do you not I, know especially if you're a doctor like yeah so like if it was like yellow fever like a disease or something like that or like an accident how do you not know it makes me wonder like if he didn't want to disclose it because it would make like maybe it would make him look bad to it, the public true. as a doctor yeah but i don't know or because even at ten months, that's they know how to roll over, so it's not going to be infant death syndrome. Yeah, yeah. said sudden infant death syndrome. I don't know. That's bizarre. Poor baby. I know you can pass away from a common cold. Then that's uh, so. Then there was a Jesse Gibbons, one of the children who had suffered from double pneumonia, and it eventually killed her. Oh. Uh, she passed in the same room as the baby Elizabeth. Um, since the Gibbons, many other future owners and residents had also had similar fates. 
in the 1950s slash 60s, somewhere in there, a man died in the upstairs bathroom by slipping in the tub and cracking his head. Gosh. Uh, he wasn't found for three days. Uh, another instance, a boy died falling down the stairs. I mean, if you live alone. It, I'm oh, pretty yeah, sure he yeah, was yeah. an older man. These are people that have lived in the area or in the yes, home. after the fact. After the doctor. Yes. Okay, gotcha. Sorry. So, you're fine. Um, so while renovating the home in 2006, way into the future. Yeah. We just skipped a couple decades. Yeah. Just a couple. One or two. Yeah. So while renovating the home in 2006, strange things began to happen and, uh, lights would flicker on and off. Footsteps were often heard walking around upstairs and disembodied voices and whispers were reported, giving it the nickname, the whispers estate. Can you imagine just like you're walking up the stairs and someone's just like, I like your shoes. Hey, you have something in your teeth. <laughs> Is that spinach? <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, no thanks. Uh, so according to some psychics who have visited there are supposedly four graves in the backyard. Uh, I don't know why they say supposedly, like, why don't you dig it up? But I guess they're not, like, they're not going to do anything about it now. Like, it's not like they can get someone for, like, murder or death or whatever. But, would like, they be unmarked like, relocated? graves? Yeah. Yeah. So they're unmarked. Okay. Because, I mean, like, there was a doctor there. So, like, if people died, like, maybe he, maybe they didn't have any family and maybe he yeah. would just throw the bodies he would back just there. put the bodies back there. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, And that's not including a pit grave, is what they called it, which contained amputated limbs, internal organs, and aborted fetuses and other such items. He's like, again, like, they didn't have have biohazardous waste back then. It's not like they didn't really take precautions like that. So it's put it in the pit grave. Yeah, just just start out back. Here, Elizabeth. Oh, wait, she's a baby. I'm a terrible person. Never mind. <laughs> I didn't mean, I meant like for her to take it to it, yeah. not like. Here's throw, Elizabeth, throw her in the I'm pit. Just, I'm just going to stop talking. <laughs> it's awful. <sighs> okay, so it's believed that uh, this is actually a portal that runs through the, there is actually a portal that runs through the house from the front parlor into the attic, which is suspected to be the heart of the house. Like a portal from to a different dimension dimension uh like spirits can travel through it yeah not maybe just not all the people who died there on the premises like other spirits from other places no i kind of love you uh so that's the heart of the house which is the attic is typically where all the really crazy shit goes down some guests that sleep in jesse's bedroom uh the girl who died of pneumonia have reported waking up in the middle of the night to labored breathing and coughing in the master bedroom people have heard the closet doorknob jiggle and suddenly stop then the door pops open it has even been reported to happen five times within a couple of minutes requiring the person to get up and close the door each time after Oh my gosh, I hate that. You know, there have also been many accounts of or many accounts of people seeing a shadow all throughout the house, which is they usually call it big black. Psychics okay. say that the shadow is not of this world. 
Guests who are brave enough to sleep in the heart of the house, a.k.a. the attic, have reported waking up from horrible nightmares and hearing someone trying to open their door. Uh, other common paranormal activities include uh, paranormal tremors, which the whole house will shake. Literally, oh. the whole house will shake and there's no earthquake. No. More shadows. No, no, no. EVPs and there have been some like intellectual EVPs of like responding to questions or even saying names, disembodied voices, whispers in ears, grabbing or groping, uh, shaking furniture, scratching, scratching people, slamming doors and strange smells of like baby powder cologne after shaved cigars, rancid, rancid meat or dirty medical bandages, which like, what is dirty medical? It stinks. I can say that, but like you don't know that smell unless you've been around it. So like, (laughs) doctor just comes in there and be like, "Smells like a dirty medical bandage in here." Sounds like someone's been playing in the dirt. Someone smells like something's getting infected in here. It's gross. Yep. All I have to say is, we had an office and it was there were patients who did not take care of themselves, and it was awful. Also, equipment malfunctions and, like, equipment movement. Like, they would, like, move the cameras and, like, mess with it. And then, obviously, battery drainage and whatnot. I would mess with the cameras if I were <laughs> it's like, a ghost. <laughs> 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 um, so, the biggest site that I got all of my information from was the Legit Whispers Estate website. Really? And if anybody wants, yeah, like it, there's a ton of information on there. Not only like everything that I just said, but also they have like their EVPs they've gotten. They have videos of like paranormal crew going on there and they have like pictures and whatnot. So like if you really want to like look into this place, check out their website. It's it is really neat. People can stay there like 10 up to 10 people can stay in this place for like a pretty decent price. I'll go over that in a minute. But they also, a lot like the place in Anchorage, they have a guest log where you can like write down your experiences. Yeah. So I went on their Facebook and they post them. So I got a few since my story was short anyway. And I was like, Uh let's get some other people's experiences. So it might take me a second to read them because they're all written down. And Oh, they're handwritten and it's like a screenshot. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know these people handwriting. People's handwriting. Okay, so this one says dresser, dress and hanger uh, fell in Rachel's room. This just like a list of things that happened to them. Uh, closet door opened in Jesse's room. Nursery door opened twice. Nope. A tall man-shaped dark shadow at the hallway door to That's servants' quarters. Tail, tall man-shaped shadow in doctor's exam room. Smell of wood smoke in doctor's waiting room. Poked in butt upstairs hallway. What a naughty gap, ghost. (laughs) Groping. Uh, Hand touched upstairs hallway. Thumped in throat on attic stairs. Nope. What's that like a... (laughs) (laughs) What the heck, Uh, (laughs) Heat on arm in doctor's operating room poked in shoulder in rachel's room woman had groin pain and inner thigh in doctor's room like what uh black finger seen on man's arm nope pricks on arms shoulders and legs 
in doctor's waiting room antiseptic smell on front stairs which that's pretty cool yeah it's pretty cool though yeah uh pain lower back and neck front stairs curtains moved in rachel's room i hate hand that. went under bed in jesse's room no yeah no uh ponytail lifted in doctor's exam whistles but like a child trying like i'm really bad at whistling <laughs> or <laughs> like a like a half whistle yeah Sorry, that's pretty for good. Your ears. Uh, stairs. Oh, that was twice that happened. Uh, and uh, psst in Jesse's room, like a hey psst. I also saw something on their website about like someone getting like during a tour, someone got called to go into a closet. Like someone called someone into a closet. Like they said their name or something. No. Yeah, and they told the tour guide, happened. and the tour guide was not surprised at all. They were just like. That happens. Okay. Uh, hey, Bree. This, this is a Come new check one. Out this jacket in this closet. <gasps> no, I don't like that. I, it's this one says, I was in Virgil's closet in the servant's quarters and my neck started getting hot. So I came out of the closet and my neck was all red and it looked like I had handprints on my neck. No, thank you. Toking. toking. Must be. No, thank you. I don't. Uh, this place sounds amazing, and the the hospitality sounds great. By the way, guys, so if you want to go there, yeah, they sound amazing because everybody has good things to say. <laughs> um, <laughs> this one says our table tipping experience was crazy. The table moving while all of our energy was connected was unforgettable. Not to mention that the doors in John's room and the servants' quarters kept closing on us. Crazy. At 3 a.m. is when the balls really got rolling and all of us left feeling, felt energy like no other. Floors were shaking. And then it says, oh. like, love you guys. Thank you for the opportunity. Yeah, no. Let's see. 10, 27 p.m., doctor's bedroom. Female investigator laying in doctor's bed in exam room. Experienced being touched on right knee, then tingling in lower thighs and lower legs. Then began on face like someone was cupping her face. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's, like, uh, I wonder if it's like putting her under. Like, or like putting something over her face. Oh yeah. Then returned back to her legs. Then felt a hand touch her ankle and slide up to her lower thigh. Ew. She then left the room. Yep, I would too. Uh, two nineteen a.m. A male investigator smelled aftershave in the exam room bathroom. Okay, okay. and this one was one that someone had posted, like on Facebook, uh -huh. and I, it was on their page. So, and they had screenshotted it. So, I'm I'm guessing it was some an experience someone had had there. They right. So, I think something is seriously wrong. We investigated a place not too long ago, and ever since we have been back, things have been happening. I've had multiple nightmares about the place every night since we left. I am seeing more things just out and about. There have been numerous strange sounds when I am alone, and yesterday I almost had a wreck when I had seen a figure from the place in the middle of the road. The things I am seeing are like seeing a shadow that's all static, like a television or something I feel 
or something. I feel like the place is calling me back for some reason. My whole 15 plus years of doing this, I have never had experiences like this before. Any feedback, what should I do? All is welcome. And then someone's like, I'm going to IMU. <laughs> My gosh, I got chills you reading that. Yeah, it's creepy. Yeah, like uh, that was the last one I got. There's a ton more like the experiences alone oh, are really sure. cool to read about. Yeah. But they're on their Facebook. You guys can look them up. I don't I don't have time to read them all. Unfortunately, it would take an another episode of how many they and it's really cool that they save them and yeah, post them. That is really cool. Um, I did end up calling the owner and I talked to him. I had a good little talk with him and he said he wouldn't mind ever being on the show and like talking to us about it because he's like investigated and gone to paranormal places himself. Um, He said before he ever bought this place, he was a huge skeptic. He's, I can't forgive me, sir, for getting your job wrong. I don't remember. He said something in psychology. So like he, it would be, typical for him to be a skeptic yeah um but until he he moved here and he's no longer a skeptic his name is richard he's super nice um but anyway as i said before you guys can stay there it's only 200 to 300 um for your stay there and you can have 10 people so split that between you all it depends on if you stay during the week or the weekend so So it's like an airbnb you can have up to 10 people let's get eight listeners whoever want to come with us whenever we go to the little for- lower 48 we can get eight listeners to tag along and since i've never like actually been to a paranormal investigation you guys can you know take us there and help us investigate and i don't want to sleep in the attic though so i'm good yeah um, not where the portal is heck no yeah. now. and not in the doctor's the exam room it's so loud everybody you would hear everybody walking through it's so rude <laughs> I wouldn't um, mind staying in like the waiting room. Yeah, I or in a tent. Outside. Apparently, it's pretty typical for people to choose the closest space, like the closest spot to sleep near the door to exit, because they want to be ready to go. Which <laughs> I don't blame mean. them. I would too. Um, I, I'm not afraid to say I'm a chicken, but I like <laughs> I like to be scared though. But I do get scared, so I like to be scared um, too, but not by real things. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a movie. Um, so like I said, many paranormal investigators and uh, groups go there, do lots of investigations, find tons of evidence. The guy told me that he actually has people who like are frequent, like come and back, come, come. Wow. Like for flyers. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I wanted to say. Uh, but yeah, he said that he has a lot of people who come back and forth to come see the place and get like stuff pretty much every single time Wow! Um, whenever you're going to do these like to these paranormal places like usually you can't expect to get something to happen every single time like you can't you can't expect that but he said here 80 percent of the time people get something Wow! and like that's a pretty high chance so he told me about a personal experience that he had had just like recently like he's had several there but he Mm -hmm. said just like two two three weeks ago he was in the home and he was just kind of walking around checking things out by himself and it was during the day and he had heard something slam like a door or something slam upstairs and then the whole house shook no he's like 
I am one to say, he's like, I'm, I'm not afraid to say that I am afraid. He's like, and I'm not going to be a brave person. He's like, so I left. <laughs> he's like, like, I'm a chicken. I don't blame you. <laughs> I would too. He's like, maybe if other people were around, but you know, I was by myself and I'm not. Nope. <laughs> oh my gosh. That poor yeah. guy. Isn't that, isn't that cool? I would really love cool. to go there. That was the Whispers Estate in Mitchell, Indiana, guys. That um, would be go- fun to do with a group of people. Yes, it would yeah. be so much fun. Yeah, I could tell why 10 people would go. But like he's, yeah. he said he's also been to like all these other paranormal places, like even the Conjuring House. And he's been he, there. Yeah, he said nothing happened though to him. So. Okay, that's but, fine. That's fine. Yeah, he he knew like a lot of stuff too. He said that I was like, oh, I was like, I I've covered that place, and I was like, I I know they said that went on the market, and he's like, yeah, he's like, it's sold. He's like, and I'm pretty sure they're not going to open it to the public. So really, so he knows. Don't quote him on that. So I don't know for sure. sure, but like, it's cool that he knows like that community and whatnot. Like he probably right. gets a lot of ins and outs and whatnot. Oh so. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that was a. Uh, that was, again, Whispers Estate, Mitchell, Indiana. That is such a cool story. Thank you so much, Bree. Heck oh, my yeah. goodness. I think that's a neighborhood story. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, I was going to say, I think that's one of the ones that I'd actually be comfortable staying at. I so Probably because you can have so many people stay there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I definitely want to tour there. That would be fun, too. Like, the, I guess, and it's also, like, not, it's like an Airbnb. Not a hotel, whereas like a hotel, there's other people there, but like you're really actually experiencing that stuff by yourself or with the mm-hmm. other person in the room. Whereas like if it's a big place, something terrible happens, you can like scream and not feel bad, you know, like, yeah. Okay. I mean, if I'm in a hotel, I'm going to scream regardless. Yeah. But then you're like, oh no, I'm waking everyone up. I don't care. I guess. Tell yeah. me. A ghost is coming to get me. Ah. Oh, no. So I'm going to tell you a neighborhood story. This one is from BoredPanda.com. Fun. (laughs) Or boring. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, It said we had an older, it sounds like people would submit uh, neighborhood stories. Uh, So it said we had an older lady living in an apartment above us. We both had balconies with wooden floors. We would be hanging out on the balcony after dinner and she didn't love it. So she would hold a Windex bottle to the gaps between the boards and spray us with Windex (gasps) and then quickly run inside and refuse to answer the door. What? Yeah. So. Not with a spray, like a water bottle or something, but you spraying damn Windex. Windex? (laughs) (laughs) Come inside. Mom's like, why do you smell like Windex? Well, we would hang out after dinner and she she don't like it. So, yeah. <laughs> Spray so Windex on you. Why? <laughs> why Windex? Why? You know what would be really mean is bleach because then it would like bleach Oh my God, yeah. And like it's super toxic. It's super toxic. I mean, yeah. Ammonia. But haven't you seen uh, my big fat Greek wedding? His solution to everything was Windex. Oh, I've never seen it, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. He's like, you got a pimple, put Windex on it. <laughs> no, Bleach would be really work. mean. That doesn't would be, work like that. That'd be naughty. Like just walking around spraying people with bleach. Like, oh, sorry. 
I feel like that black actually shirt. Do. Not no more. Not no more. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, people, we gotta go. So to yep. listen, you can find us. Oh, I'm just gonna go ahead and jump on on that. Sorry, were you gonna say something else? No. Okay. To find us, you can find us on all platforms. Uh, please leave us a review on iTunes and Spotify. It's super helpful. I haven't done this part in a while. Um, and follow us and like us on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram at WWTN Podcast. We also have a Facebook group that we're super active in. We have a lot of fun in. Please stop, Alice. <laughs> Paint me. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I was going to mention it. Um we also have a Facebook group that we're super active in and we respond to anything that you guys might post. Uh, and our website is what's with the neighbors.com on there. You can also find the links to everything that we just mentioned along with a link to our merchandise, which we have two magnets and a shirt. And we also have, um, a link to our paint night that we have going on. It will be on May 21st. And uh, the link is you can go to our merchandise link on what's with the neighbors.com to find it. To it's sign virtual. Up. It's so virtual. Anyone can do it anywhere. Yep. And the it the paint night, it's just not us like telling you how to paint something. It's actually by one of one of the instructors from Yaymaker, which is the original paint night company, they will be instructing us how to make a sassy squash. Sassy squash. Sassy squash. And we'll also be doing like a Q&A. We'll be telling short stories and stuff like that. So it'll be fun. It's going to be a fun experience. That's on May 21st. And you can find all the information for that on what's with the neighbors.com. And also on that web on our website, that website uh, are, is a link to our Patreon, which is patreon.com forward slash WWTN podcast. Uh, if you want to be on the donor bus, $3 a month, you can get exclusive content. And for $5 a month, you can get exclusive t- content and uh, un- our episodes unedited and videoed. Feel free to slide into our DMs with any questions, comments, story suggestions, and your own personal paranormal or true crime stories. And when we say personal, we don't really mean like someone had to have murdered your cat. We mean like hometown stories or something it could be like, like that. Like your cousin's uncle's yeah. grandmother's left leg. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. So, or like you know, someone in your high school or yeah, somebody you know or your neighbor like and paranormal doesn't just mean ghosts exactly did you see an alien did you see that sassy squash let us were know were you possessed were you possessed was your grandma possessed never know mm-hmm. your mother-in-law oh with uh, our fish sorry did i tell you that our fish died oh okay. i'll tell no, you later it's not important that's really Charlotte sad. Was sad about it i bet she didn't, wasn't sad enough to mention it earlier. She wants a cat now. <laughs> I can help you with that. Our email is wwtnpodcast at gmail.com. And have you checked in on the neighbors? What's with the neighbors? Bree and Amy are out. out. Bye, buddy. What's with the neighbors? Say hi to I your want- cat for us. <laughs>